The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show. We've got a lot going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. We do. We've got Robert Spencer, bottom of the hour. He is the director of Jihad Watch. Jihad Watch is, uh, is an organization that really, literally, will keep an eye on radical Islamic terrorism and what's going on around the world. When it comes to that, we talk a lot about what would be Palestine, talk a lot about Gaza, the history of Israel in the region. Why didn't Jordan nor um, Egypt want Gaza back in the 70s. Who predates whom? The idea that people are pushed out. And can you support the Palestinian people while at the same time saying that Hamas is bad? I mean, this is the this is the straddle that people are trying to make. They're straddling the line of, we're all for the good Palestinian people, but we're not for Hamas. Well, Hamas is the government that was elected by the Palestinian people. You guys realize that, right? So the idea that you can support one and be against the other doesn't make any sense. One is represented by the other. And, sorry, they're indoctrinating children from birth to hate Israel and to hate the Jews. Even on a Tuesday. You know what I'm saying, Carrie? I think you do. It's it's better be the right one. Don't tell me better be. Don't tell me better because I will stop this you bus. And, me, and I will turn it around. That's my jam. Uh-huh. Carrie's loving it, as usual. There's smock on or whatever it is. Polo, Sam Bam, let's go. Afghan, where the hell it's called? It's <laughs> not an Afghan, not a smock. Come on. Come on now, let's go. Bring it. Because he's the boss. Yeah. I don't like that you told me that I had to. I don't like that. <laughs> I do. I don't like that, that angle of that's rude. Look at how satisfied you look as if you did something. That's rude. I should have played the other one. I should have defied you. I love it. Come on, Polo. Taco. My man, there you go. See, that's how we do. Now, uh, I'm telling you, now, Mark's probably listening. If, if he's not, somebody's listening will tell Mark. He, he wrote another song, and it's about the Middle East. I'm going to play it. I just, I have to I have to get it prepared. I keep on putting it in the back, and it's on the list, mm-hmm. but I want to play it. I'm going to yeah. play it probably tomorrow. What's it about? Mark Skelton, the, the um, honorary music director of the Joe Pag Show, who, again, and I love Mark like a brother, will get mad at me for six months, and then he'll send me a song. <laughs> Am I wrong, though? I mean, you are not wrong. Is this true? And we love it. We love it. Yeah. We've been collabing with Mark since, it's, what is it, like 10 years? Something like that? Something time. crazy? yeah. He's a good man. He's a good man. He sent me a song. It's a nice song, and I'm going to play it. I just don't have it queued up and ready. I'm not going to be looking for you? it now. No, no, no. It's about it's like about the world. Oh, okay. It's, it's a very good song. Yeah, no, no. Okay. It's good stuff. Okay. And then I think he mentions okay, you and gas at one point. Really? No. What? No. No. No, he does not do that. Thank Mark you. has learned his lesson to not make the girl mad. Yes, that's it. Listen, that. that's why we had Taco Tuesday 2020. That's what that one is called. <laughs> that was an update because we were sick and tired of you complaining all the time. Well, I have every right to complain. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think sucked. so. Yes, it did. <laughs> it <not> sucked. <laughs> it did it's great. Suck. Keep it up. I will play it sometime this hour. Keep it up. All right, fine. All right. fine, fine. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, Carrie, Jenna Ellis. Now, let me give you a story about my relationship with Jenna Ellis. Mm, okay. 
I had her on the show many times as she was representing former President Trump. Okay? Yes. We had her on the show a lot of times, met her face-to-face at Mar-a-Lago a year ago May for Dinesh's movie premiere, 2000 Mules. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Got along great. Introduced her to my mother. I, I met her father. You know, I met Bongino there. I met uh, uh, okay, Kevin Sorbo. Met, no, I'm not named I'm just saying it was a big thing. No, oh, okay. And, and by the way, it was so freaking hot out. I was dripping wet. I, don't, I like, didn't want to hug her or shake hands it's or anything. Florida. I was dripping wet. Yeah, that's what happened. It's Florida in May. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I probably I should have done what the one guy did who got drunk and fell in the pool. I should have done that. <laughs> That guy was the life of the party. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still mad I didn't catch that happening because it was real and he was in the pool. Okay. That is funny. So she and I got along fine. I I thought that she was great. I don't think any less of her now other than there's a story today where she's made a plea deal. And there are some questions that go along with this because I don't understand it. Um, And again, I've never had any issue with Jenna Ellis other than she's in the the, the DeSantis camp. And the people in in the DeSantis camp, some of them on social media are outlandish. They just don't make any sense of their acting. Um, she isn't necessarily that person, but somebody, somebody posted, I forget the guy's name, somebody posted something to the effect of, all conservative commentators should stop backing Trump and back DeSantis right now. And I was like, what a stupid post. How dare you tell me who I should back and who I shouldn't back? And she dared jump in and say, you're stupid for posting that. I'm like, okay, Jen Ellis, don't, don't even play that. First of all, I'm 20 years older than you. You could be my daughter, stop. Um, and I didn't I didn't need the attitude. And, and she and I had an off- Twitter conversation on text, which she, mm. she wasn't coming around then either, because those who don't like Trump anymore just don't like Trump anymore. And she's in that camp. She's a DeSantis person. Fine. You can, you can back Kerry Lockie for president for all I care. What I don't understand is this plea deal today. And there are some cu- confusing questions that come to mind. Once we hear the story, I'll give you my thoughts about it. I'll take your phone calls. Kerry, what do you have? From Fox News, former Trump attorney Jenna Ellis has pleaded guilty to intentionally interfering in the election process in the state of Georgia. On Tuesday, Ellis's attorneys informed Judge Scott McAfee that Ellis intended to plead guilty to aiding and abetting false statements in writing. And both were present in a courtroom hearing where a teary-eyed Ellis, 38, read from a prepared type statement admitting her fault. As an attorney who's also a Christian, I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously. And I endeavor to be a person of sound, moral, and ethical character in all my dealings, Ellis said in the courtroom. In the wake of the 2020 presidential election, I believe that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavor to represent my client to the best of my ability, she continued, saying she worked closely with other lawyers who provided her with information that she then told the media. What I did not do, but I should, was make sure the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. And the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. As she was charged with, sub- with and subsequently pleaded guilty to a felony count of aiding and abetting false statements and writings, it carries a minimum of one year in prison. As part of the plea deal, Ellis will have to serve five years probation and pay $5,000 in restitution to the Georgia Secretary of State within 30 days. As she will also have to complete 100 hours of community service, write an apology letter to voters in the state of Georgia, and testify truthfully in future hearings regarding ongoing cases. I mean... Thank you. I, you know what I mean? So Jenna Ellis, at one point, did a, what is it, Give, Send, Go? Is that is that the website? Mm-hmm. You know how much she raised, Carrie? How much? $218,000. Mm-hmm. What was her fine? $5,000. All right, so the question becomes, and I'm not saying Jenna Ellis did something right or wrong. I don't like that she did this plea deal. I think she should have fought it. 
I think she should have fought it. I think that she should have stuck to her guns and said there were there were major issues with the 2020 election, especially in Georgia, especially in other states that you can you can name Pennsylvania you couldn't observe. In Michigan, you couldn't observe. There were states taking ballots from Zuckerberg boxes. All sorts of stuff going on in the 2020 election. I don't think she did anything wrong. But she makes a plea deal. It's her life. It's her future. She's got to do what she wants to do. I'm not here to argue. Because if I'm in that position, and if I felt like I was righteous at the time, and if I knew that I wasn't lying or defrauding, I would stick to my guns and I would fight it. But she's going to do what she's going to do. She knows the details much better than I do. And she's made a decision for her future, $5,000 and five years probation and some community service. I did not donate to Jenna Ellis's legal fund. But if I did, I would absolutely have the right to question, well, where's the money? And a lot of people immediately, when I saw this story break today, a lot of people immediately said, well, wait a second, where's the money? We gave you the money because we wanted to help you out. We gave you the money because we believed in your fight in Georgia. We gave you the money because we believed that what you did in the 2020 election was appropriate. Now, keep in mind, there was a phone call that they're trying to get Trump, and this is RICO charges and Rudy's involved and everything. The phone call to the Secretary of State was pretty simple. We know that according to our people, there's evidence of hundreds of thousands of ballots that are in question. We just need to find 11,780, so whatever the hell it was. That's all. That's it. We don't, need, we don't need all the problems that you had. We know we won the state. We just want to make sure that, that we get the righteous conclusion. He never asked for anybody to manufacture any, any ballots, never asked for anybody to cheat. In fact, he was saying, it looks like the cheat was on, and we don't need you to track down all the fraud, just the, the votes we know we got to win. So I don't, I don't understand why anybody would roll in that case. I don't know the details of Sidney Powell's case. I never had her on the show. I, I didn't follow her that closely, other than she kept on saying she's going to release the Kraken, and she never did. So I don't even know what that is. Mark Meadows, I guess, has done something, too. Uh, Carrie, look up Mark Meadows. He did something, too, where he's, okay. he's saying that he told Trump this, that, or the other. So these people are falling like flies, and I'm not really sure why. Um, if it's for expediency and for self-preservation, I mean, again, I'm not in that position. I know where I would be if I felt strongly, if I had evidence of my strong feelings. I would just stick to my guns. But a couple of things are important, I think. If you donated to the Gifts and Go for Jenna Ellis or anybody else, and their fine is $5,000, and you, and you gave up 200000 plus, I think you can question that. I think you can. You find something on Meadows? I did. From ABC, Donald Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, was granted immunity by special counsel Jack Smith and has met with federal prosecutors multiple times in their investigation and the efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election, according to a report from ABC News. Meadows told investigators he did not believe the election was stolen and that Trump was being dishonest in claiming victory shortly after polls closed in 2020, according to ABC. Meadows met with Smith's team at least three times this year abc reported and prosecutors were focused on his conversations with trump following the election defeat okay so mark meadows rolls on trump and again just the way abc news reported that is disingenuous and false again carrie just read it straight from abc in the effort to overturn the 2020 election there was no effort to overturn the 2020 election there was an effort to make sure the 2020 election was fair and free and right you're allowed to do that. 
In this country, you're allowed to question the results of an election. You're allowed to. By wording it that way, that is unjournalistic and it's incorrect. There was no effort to overturn the election. There was an effort to make sure the election was prosecuted correctly. And you're allowed to have that. If we change the verbiage, it doesn't change the truth. So your thoughts about all this. Jenna Ellis collecting over 200000 has a $5,000 fine. Mark Meadows rolling on Trump, saying he told Trump and that Trump was being disingenuous. See, Jack Smith, to have a case, has to prove one thing. Donald Trump knew he lost and lied by saying he won. That's his entire case. Now he's got little Mark Meadows in his corner who looks like he's going to roll so he doesn't get in trouble. When again, he can stick to his guns and say Trump to this day thinks he won. So there's no way he thought that he lost then and was lying about it. But that's what this entire case hinges on. We got that from Alan Dershowitz. And now it looks like they've got their star witness. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Think about that. I want your comments when we come back. Let me tell you about Eden Pure and its Thunderstorm Air Purifier. It's great. We've got three in my house. You can tell where they are. It smells great. It's like a thunderstorm rolled through and left that clean, fresh air behind. Any odor, any virus, any mold in the air, it's going to go and get it, going to attack it and get rid of it. Any smell like litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, or dirty diapers and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. You've got to go and get these right now and save a bunch of money as well because you're not going to have to buy any filters. You know, a lot of those very expensive air purifiers, you've got to replace the filters. Not on this. Okay. Start enjoying your home again. Get several of these thunderstorms like I have. You can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home protection. Get three units for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com right now. Put in my discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS. Shipping is also free. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS. We're back after this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. I mean, okay. I keep forgetting Jenna wears that cake cash. What? I keep forgetting you got a lot of money to save that ass. I keep forgetting. No? Hey, as long as I'm not in it, then I'm okay. Lucky. No. <laughs> no. Leave me out. It's the Joe Pag Show. Robert Spencer at the bottom from Jihad Watch. He's going to give you a great uh, lesson in history of that region. Can there be a solution now that you've had the terrorist attack from the terrorist organization, the terrorists who are Hamas? Can there be a solution? And, uh, and his answer is not... <laughs> It's not a positive one, but he's going to give you the reasons why. Make sure you stick around. It's going to happen in about seven or eight minutes from now. It'll be Robert Spencer from Jihad Watch. Um, I've got Karine Jean-Pierre. Now, she was asked today. Karine, did you see this? She was asked about the price of oil, price of gas. Mm, I didn't see that one. She's asked about the price of gas. And basically, the reporter who's afraid of her, I guess, because she is an historic figure. Mm-hmm. The reporter is afraid to sort of go right at her with it. So he, sort, he tries to circle around it. Well, the gas prices and energy prices are so high here. And the administration's policies cutting production here and causing that. And now Iran making its money from, from oil and energy and OPEC making decisions about, you know, raising the price of oil. What sort of reaction is that? He's basically saying this administration's policies stopped us from producing our own energy. 
and we're reliant on bad guys for energy, and either she acts like she's stupid or she is. It's up to you. So here's Queen Jean-Pierre. I want to ask you about um, current energy prices and Iran, if I could. Um, so Iran makes 70% of its revenue from oil. Um, it's doubled that oil output since 2019, adding $40 billion to revenues. So are the president's current energy policies giving Iran enough money to fund terror groups? Because the price, well, the price of oil has gone up under this president. Uh, former President Trump, the pr- average price of Brent oil was $58. Um, under this president, it's $83 a barrel. So the price of oil is more. Um, is that giving... She's making a face like she has no idea what he's talking about. Ran enough money to fund these terror groups in the Middle East. I, I mean, I, I wholeheartedly disagree that we're, we're, you know, we're, our actions are giving. Is that what you're saying? Can you say that again? The current energy policies in the U.S. From, from our from, energy from, policies. Yeah, it's seen the price of oil go up. Because okay. when, you, when you restrict um, supply here in the United States, it's forcing to get the global supply from somewhere else. OPEC is cutting prices of oil, so the price of oil goes up. Yeah, and we're not part of OPEC. As you- what the hell is she talking about? We're not part of OPEC. And I wish this guy would just say it. He's afraid of her or something. It's weird. Right. But- so they're going to make their decisions on, on whatever they decide. We are not a member of OPEC. The administration has decided to regulate the oil industry here in the U.S. and restrict investment, uh, future investment in the oil supply in the U.S., and, and so is, is, as the price of oil goes up, is that giving Iran enough money to fund these terror groups? It seems to be a big jump. Uh, and so uh, certainly I'm not going to speak into that type of hypothetical. It sounds like a hypothetical that you're asking me. So certainly I'm not going to weigh, in, weigh so into this. Uh, I'm just not going to weigh into uh, weigh into a hypothetical here. Go ahead, Phil. Wasn't a hypothetical at all. weigh into it? No, it sounds like a hypothetical. She's making a face the entire time like she, maybe, A, she smells a fart. Could could be Carrie could be that. <laughs> okay. Or B, or B. She just wants people to think she doesn't know what he's talking about, and she's trying to make him look stupid. Like that's so, such a crazy question. What? Right. Something like that. that's a crazy leap. I don't like that. Make mm-hmm. that leap. What, what he's asking is, and he should have just said it like this: "Hey, Kareem, thanks for calling on me for the first time ever." Uh, <laughs> and he probably she'll probably never call on him again. No. This administration's policies have stopped the production of oil. In this, in this country to where it was before Biden came in. We were an, an exporter, a net exporter of oil. We had plenty of our own energy. Didn't, we were not reliant on OPEC countries. Now, because you restricted how much we can produce here, now Iran is able to sell a lot more in the open market, make a lot more money to support its terrorism. Do you think that one leads to the other one? And let, mm. let her answer it then. But instead, but instead she says, that's a hypothetical, Baba Doop. I don't know what you're talking about. And she's got the fart face on. I, I think maybe, Carrie, maybe she, she'll let one go. That could be as well, you think? <sighs> I don't know. Check uh, and get back to me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll take a look at when it. We come back, it's going to be Robert Spencer from Jihad Watch. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags.